It's just me today. And I was reading an article on psychology today that I really wanted to share. Um, obviously, most of you guys know that I am a father of a wonderful little three-year-old named Charlie. And a lot of times, you know, especially between the ages of two to four, we have full-on end-of-world screaming fits, crying fits, those kind of things. Because, you know, children aren't emotionally are not at the level of being able to regulate their emotions. They don't know what they're feeling. They don't know how to express it. So like many that may not be able to have verbal communication, they freak, they scream, they cry. Um, and I just wanted to, I wanted to, to talk about this uh, study that I found and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll speak about it in just a second. I'll read it so you guys can hear it. Um, but there, the whole idea is this power that we have within just giving a hug. And a lot of times my first reaction is, why are you screaming at me? Right. <laughs> um, which I think most adults, uh, most people in general, we don't tend to initially do well when someone's screaming at us, uh, usually for trying to help that person, <laughs> specifically kids in this, this specification. Um, you know, I'll try to help her do something and she'll like, pitch a fit and then start screaming and then maybe it turns into a cry. And I, along this trip of trying to increase my awareness, um, I think kids are, you know, first people start with a dog and when they have that dog, they slowly start understanding a lot more about compassion because usually a dog is the first thing that someone has full responsibility for you have to take care of it you have to feed it you have to make sure it goes potty you have to train it to potty where it should go all those things that that we don't usually have growing up because our parents are there someone can help us and we learn this level of compassion through that because there's a lot we're not going to understand again dogs do not communicate verbally with us so we have to find ways to pay attention be aware and understand their cues and and the way they behave and understand that in a way that we can work with each other. So that next level, you know, 4,000 times greater would then be having a kid where you have to, again, pay attention, understand, and notice the cues, the the reactions. And understanding that behavior is is probably 80% of becoming a, a, a parent. Uh, I have learned so much about myself through through raising Charlie, because there's, again, like I said, moments that I'm wanting to blow my mind out. Uh, again, you know, she's an amazing kid. There, there are probably 99% of the time she's awesome sauce and I'm in heaven with her. So is Michelle. But that one to 2% of the time, oh man, just a right into the eye and twist. Um, but it, again, this is behavior. This is helping us understand humans and little humans to big humans. So I, I have been offering Charlie a hug right off the bat or right after I have my reaction, my awareness kicks in, I take a breath and then I usually ask Charlie, do you want to take a breath with me? And maybe a cry or a scream response of no happens. And then I'll say, do you want a hug? Do you want to just come give me a hug? Can we just start with a hug? Yes. So we'll start with a hug. 
in that hug is usually when I'll try to get, take a breath and ask her for a breath as well. And sometimes she does. Um, but I found this article in psychology today and because I was thinking of just how powerful a hug is, I wanted to read this to you. Researchers discovered that when we are exposed to stress, our bodies react through the production of the hormone cortisol. This hormone shows up when we're stressed and effectively slows down the actual healing process while it creates flashbulb memories of circumstances that we want to avoid in the future. When we experience social rejection, cortisol is released and its effects include making us more willing to make new friends and build new connections. This may account for camaraderie that develops among military troops or people stuck in an elevator, as well as the community connection that we feel with others when natural disasters happen. Stress drives us to seek supportive alliances with those who can protect us or at least comfort us. When most of us see people in distress, our empathy kicks into gear and drives us to reach out figuratively and literally to comfort the wounded, whether they are victims of terror, disaster, or even hassles of heartache or stress. Once you reach out and offer a hand, a pat on the back, or a supportive embrace, you set in motion the body's own means to a natural high oxytocin production. Oxytocin is a neurochemical that helps us build trust that somewhat dissolves short-term memory, and that makes you feel, well, warm all over. Not only that, but researchers have found that the presence of oxytocin actually speeds the physical healing of wounds. Studies show that even a brief touch of the hand from someone who cares can start your oxytocin pumping. So when you offer a bear hug to someone in pain or receive a big old bear hug when you are in pain, you not only begin the healing process, but you also allow your body to shut down memories of painful stimulus. For example, a new mother's memory of labor are eased as soon as her newborn is placed in her arms and oxytocin rushes through her body. Oxytocin encourages us to warm up to others and create a sense of safety. How a hug changes two lives. If you give to a charity, you often experience feeling of pride, satisfaction. You've done something good and that makes you feel good. Whether it really should or not, it's a different discussion. However, when we see people in pain, most of us respond with a sense of empathy. We feel the wounded person's pain as if we were in their shoes. When you feel empathy and, to a degree, experience someone else's pain, you might need a hug as much as the wounded soul does. Skinned contact is essential for our overall well-being. Research shows that skin hunger actually does exist. Stress causes our body to produce cortisol, which increases the likelihood that new social alliances or connections can develop. Oxytocin production, oxytocin production amps up when we are touched by another caring human. Our bodies are made to provide a response to physical comfort. So next time you see someone in pain or feel as if the world is crumbling around you, open yourself up to a hug. The healing process begins with touch and embrace. It's just that simple. Uh, and a big thank you to Psychology Today for that. We're going through a lot of interesting and hard times uh, in the world today. And, and that is also perspective as, you know, every era has gone through their own levels of the world tumbling down. Um, if you go back in history, uh, I, every five to 10 years, there's, there's either 
a natural disaster, a war, or the talks of a natural disaster or a war. Um, I'm pretty sure we've gone through, you know, the Y2K, then we had the world was going to freeze over. And now we have the world's going to heat over. It's, it's nonstop. So there's always going to be something there. Don't forget the power of a hug to help you forget, to help you relax, to help you be in this present moment. Because there's really just this. There's my attention, your attention, and we can connect those. We can be in this conscious moment together without allowing our mind to spin backwards into all of the pains and worries, without our mind spinning forward into the, oh, no, what's going to happen? Oh, no, what's going to happen? It puts us in that fear state. If we can just take a breath, find an embrace, and enjoy the present moment, we can come back to a, a, a homeostasis in our body because when we, are, when, we are, when we are in that stress stress response, our body's working overtime. Everything is tensing up in us. It causes more disease. It slows down your immune system. So don't forget to take a breath. Don't forget to relax. And remember, there's only so much that you can do. Sure, fight the good fight. But when you're not in the fight, which I'm sorry to say is a good portion of time, if you're only thinking about the fight and how bad the fight is, your body stays in the fight. Your mind stays there. Take a breath. Come back. Find your power. You might even find a new enlightening approach to that issue. As Einstein always said, you cannot fix a problem in the same frequency of the problem. <sighs> Thanks. Bye. My overall goal is to help people find tools and processes that can increase your health and wellness all while building the life you desire. You all know how important ingredients are to me, and that's why I want to share Organifi with you. I use a lot of their tools, and here's why. All of their products are USDA organic, certified gluten-free, glyphosate residue-free, non-GMO verified, and supported by Vitamin Angels. Everything is sourced from ethical farms and delivered in sustainable packaging. You can go to OrganifiShop.com and use code WESH20 for a whopping 20% off.